Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Well, again, we're going to hear more from Arkansas coming up in a bit, and right now Arkansas is on the field practicing and will be until noon, and then we'll have some uh, media availability with some of the players and maybe some coaches as well. Tom Murphy is over there right now, and he was uh, at practice yesterday, as I was. John uh, Neighbors is over there with Tom also. But I wanted to pop Tom on for his normal segment here. Tom, I hear pings. What's going on over there? Yeah, I left the uh, press box to get the authentic sounds of uh, batting practice here at Creighton Prep, man. So, yeah, jacked up. Uh, the artificial surface field. This is a powerhouse school here in, um, in, in Omaha. And the Razorbacks are getting after it today. Um, yeah, I gave the authentic sounds of jackhammering on the morning show today. I was hanging out on the uh, on Capitol Avenue this morning, and I didn't realize it was quite so loud. But the guy was like, "Dude, all, all we can hear is jackhammering." So anyway, yeah. it was. I hope, uh, the, I hope the listeners, I hope the listeners appreciate real batting practice sounds that are going yes. on right now. Well, in the background at DJ's dugout, you hear the the murmuring of Texas A&M fans, and they are getting uh, all round, wound up and riled up and juiced up and ready to head over to the ballpark here pretty soon as they get ready to take on Oklahoma in a couple hours. So uh, this place is jam-packed full of uh, maroon and white. So what's, uh, what stood out to you yesterday, Tom, about the, the press conferences? I mean, we had that one little comment from Williams that drew some attention, and Connor Nolan had a chance to respond to it. Um, but you could tell, I mean, both these coaches, I think, are, are very classy guys. They've got a little bit of history, which we touched on a little bit earlier. Um, but just two really good teams, I think, that'll go about it the right way. I think we got to, you know, it should be as good as any as far as the opening games here this weekend. Yeah, and uh, a cool thing, uh, when Arkansas lost to Stanford 5 to nothing earlier in the year, you know, 35 degrees outside, um, Dave Van Horn came off the field and told his guys, you know, we're going to see this team later this year because he knew how good Stanford was. And here they are, they're <laughs> playing in the first round of the College World Series. And had, it's, this is funny, had Arkansas been, beaten North Carolina State in the Super Regional last year, they also would have opened against Stanford in the first round of the College World Series. Wow. By the way, Caden Wallace just came out of the cage. He had a nice little stint up here, hit two home runs to dead center field. So he seems to be locked in. Great, um, Stanford had an unbelievable BT yesterday. They were scorching line drives, hitting home runs. I mean, this is a... Quality. I think they're hitting 311, ninth in the country. This is a hard, tough lineup. Uh, should be a great game um, tomorrow. Yeah, Tom, but you know what? I look at it. They went through Oklahoma State, great hitting team. They went to North Carolina, great hitting team in a smaller ballpark that's produced a lot of home runs this season. And mm-hmm. in the last game against Oklahoma State, they gave up three, then one against uh, North Carolina. And then three, the last game against North Carolina, right? Is my math right? Is that like seven runs in the last three games? The pitching staff's come along. No errors in those last three games. I just like the way this team's playing. So I, I'm not worried about the, the Stanford hitting. I think they've, they've, they've dealt with that the last two weeks. Wow. You know, that's the truth. Arkansas's pitching has revived um, since that losing um, four out of their last eight, six out of, four out of the last six, I think, they lost. It has been revived, and I wrote about this today. That Dave said we had to do something. We had. I did, I did not want to end the season and come back and say I wish we had tried this. And so what they've tried, you know, they got Will McIntyre in the starting rotation. Um, 
at this point, it looks like Hagen Smith is a left-handed closer for them. And that's the interesting thing about this is we don't know exactly what roles everyone's going to have. You know, will Brady Tiger still be the right-handed closer? And I see him warming up in the pen right now. Um, he's got to be able to control that curveball to, uh, to to be able to be the closer for them. Um, uh, Zach Morris very likely would have started game three at North Carolina if they had won it. So I, I just think it's really interesting that at this late stage of the season, and, and Dave Van Horn said this yesterday, he's never had a team where they tinkered with the rotation and just everyone's role this late in the year. And lo and behold, they, they roll the dice and it, and it worked out for them. And, yeah, I think there's a much more confidence now in everyone and what their roles are. And uh, if they can score some runs off Williams tomorrow, they'll have a chance to win that game. Tom, you, you feel pretty uh, confident, or have you heard something that Morris would have started Game Three? Um, well, just kicking around with some folks. I, mean, I don't know if they're, you know, you don't have to announce anything, right? But you know, before Game Two, they said uh, we're going to start a right-hander or a left-hander, and so McIntyre was the right-hander, and Morris would have been the left-hander, um, and so Wiggins would have been available for any kind of stint they might have needed had they played a game three. But the point is moot. They didn't get there. <laughs> you think uh, Morris would be the guy uh, whenever they play a game three, if they play a game three? You know, I I think Dave actually kind of likes the, the whole mystery component of this <laughs> because he kind of volunteered early on, like, we changed things up. What we started doing is we started giving you our Friday starter, and then it was all TBA. That's you know how when Dave gets charged up over something. Yeah. Uh, so that's where they are now. And so can we be certain Will McIntyre will start a game two? No, but is it likely? Probably. But then you do have the options, uh, depending on what happens, that Morris could be your game three, Wiggins could be your game three. Who do you think is a bigger threat, Auburn or Ole Miss? Mm. Man, they are both. Look. You cannot discount what Auburn just did, winning a series at Oregon State. That's not easy. Um, but Ole Miss is on such fire right now and hitting the ball that uh, I, I, maybe I see Ole Miss as a little bit more of a, of a threat. But honestly, they're both big threats. Mm-hmm. Tom, I don't expect much more tinkering with the lineup. It, it's remarkable. You mentioned the, the late season changes and kind of how everything came magically together for Arkansas. Um, it's... Uh, I can't imagine he's going to do much different with the lineup, but we did start talking a little bit the other day about about Gregory, and, of course, they pinch hit for him in a critical spot in the UNC game. Uh, did, did he? I didn't catch anything yesterday. Or have you heard anything about any other potential tweaks from an offensive standpoint? No, I, I don't think so. I think sometimes when they hit on something this good, uh, the way they've been playing lately, they, you know, Dave was, has a tendency to stick with that. Um, you know, there, there's a chance, I mean, you think about who could come in. Jace Forfin's been sitting for a while. Um, and somebody, some left-handed hitter just ripped one. That might have been Slavin right out of this ballpark. Um, but, no, I, I think when, when you look at the way it's composed, Stovall's hitting so well in the eight-hole. Battles has been getting on lately in the seven-hole. And then Gregory works counts, gets hit by pitches and walks in the nine-hole, and then it sets everything back up for the top of the order, which is how they won. The, the clinching game in North Carolina. And then we know what the top of the order is doing. And Wallace, the move to the three-hole for Wallace has been very, very productive. So I think the, the way it's set up now with Turner and Lanzilli following him and then Moore, 
um, they they feel like they're in good shape, and you know, Braden Webb leading off. So uh, when when he puts Slavens in the two hole, that's not you know usually a higher average guy. And so I wondered what would happen to that, but here here he is, you know, hitting, getting the biggest two hits in the clinching game, uh, in, in his RBI chances, and he came through both times. Tom, we're just a uh, what an hour and forty minutes away from the College World Series beginning at Texas A yeah. and M, uh, Oklahoma, and then tonight Notre Dame and Texas. Who do you like on that side of the bracket? Oh man, when you look at what they've all been up to lately, you don't see any, you know, like anybody love burgering into the to the College World Series. Um, Oklahoma winning on the road, Texas. Uh, I know Texas is the overall favorite. Man, uh, the way the Aggies are playing. I would not discount them making it to the finals. And, and Notre Dame, obviously, take, with the biggest takedown of this whole tournament, you can't count out the Irish either. So I hesitate to say who's the favorite, uh, but I'll go, with, I'll go with A&M. Phil Elson did too. Well, I, it's just they're all playing well. Um, here's the thing, though. I did talk to an A&M guy yesterday, Nathan Detmer, um, his first X amount of starts, that included Arkansas, were fantastic. But his last several starts, his ERA is up. He's not lasting as long. So if, he, if they get a short start out of Detmer today and say they lose and have to use some, some of their key bullpen arms, uh, then they're, they're at a little bit of a disadvantage. Uh, but then again, I, I think they got plenty of pitching. So that's, I'm, that's why I picked them. Tom, uh, earlier today it was announced that Arkansas is going to go on a uh, trip to Spain and Italy with the basketball team, and I'm just curious if you've already uh, thrown your hat in the ring to potentially cover that, just out of the goodness of your heart. <laughs> oh, man, would I love to do that. Um, yeah, I don't know if we've got the finances to, to go do that. Um, Bob would do it anyway, but um, what a wonderful thing. When things are going right for your program, you take trips to France and Italy and what have you, and you play Baylor in the SEC Big 12 Challenge, you know, you're the team. Tom, who's uh, who's going to be the star tomorrow, the breakout guy at the plate after watching batting practice today? <laughs> um, um, well, boy, I love those home runs the dead center by Wallace, but he wouldn't be a breakout, would he? Mm. Uh, about the only guy they have available to break out is Robert Moore. Yeah. I, mean, I know yeah. he hit a home run recently in Oklahoma State, but still, I'll say Robert Moore. Yeah, Moore or Gregory, and it would be great to get Bob going. That would be helpful for sure. I mean, he's such an asset defensively, but he is, he struggled at the plate lately. Uh, he looked good yesterday to me, Tom, from what I saw. I mean, he, when I, I didn't see him there, but I saw him over at, uh, at the Schwab. He looked pretty good to me in the, in the, in the, uh, in the cage yesterday. And he was, there weren't a ton of guys like that, you know, you normally see that are in the regular lineup that I saw. Um, and maybe it was a little bit later into practice, I guess, but maybe they'd already gone, but, that guy Bob, he went in there a couple, three times, so he was trying to get a little extra work, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, you know, they go on rotations and such. But, um, uh, you know, I, I just think it's pitch selection and um, what he's swinging at um, has been kind of what's afflicted him some this year, going out of the zone a little bit, maybe feeling a little pressure to be part of the deal. So um, it's it's a little bit weird to see his batting average in the what is in the 220s right now. Yeah. Kind of strange. Do you think Dave Van Horn needs this uh, title? I mean, because he's done everything, Tom, but this. How important is it? 
Uh, Wes, believe it or not, I was up in the press box here at Creighton Prep right before y'all called, and those were basically the words I'm writing for my story tomorrow. And the answer is, I, you know, the outside, the public, college baseball fans probably feel like he needs this. Um, I, know, I know this. He wants it. I asked him the question yesterday. Uh, yeah, he wants to see his boys dogpiling at the end of this thing. And is this the team to do it? I mean, certainly wasn't as powerful and dominant as last year's team, but it's about catching the break, who you play, uh, guys hitting in the clutch, getting some pitching performances that you maybe you don't expect. It's, it's doing all those things on a, in the course of, you know, seven, eight, nine days. And I think this team's clearly capable. Um, and Arkansas fans, it, uh, Dave Van Horn is, is, is just a, is a gold for them. Um, and uh, this would just – I mean, he says Norm, Norm Bryan's the best coach in Arkansas baseball history. But if he wins one, then I think we have a new guy. You know he he's done so much, and uh, this program has has been able to uh, take it to a d- different level. Because you think about it, you know, and I mentioned this earlier. Uh, they were five years in between going from oh four to oh nine, then three years, oh nine to oh twelve, three years, twelve to fifteen, twelve years, tw- you know, fifteen to yep. eighteen, and then it's the next year yep. in nineteen. COVID hits, then you know you're so close last year, and then they're back again this year. You know they just keep knocking on the door, Tom, and I, I just feel like. They're going to bust it down. I think North Carolina State was going to win it all last year if it's not for COVID. And Arkansas reminds yeah. me of what North Carolina State was. You know, they, they're they a really good team who put it together at the end and got on the run. And uh, I don't know. I just feel like maybe this is the year. Yeah, yeah, the stride that, that they hit right at the right time. And it does feel like Arkansas is in that same groove. And, yeah, this is next level. I mean, when you go seven times to the College World Series and 19 chances to do it, you can do the averages on that. That's better than three, uh, one every three years. So, um, yeah, I mean, I do think that for college baseball history, it would be it would serve DVH well to, to come away with a title. And when you're here, uh, you have a chance to do it. And this team looks like as, as capable of that as, as any of the others. Well, Tom, enjoy the rest of uh, practice. Look forward to seeing uh, anybody in particular trying to talk to you today. Yeah, I talked to Peyton Stovall, uh, what he's been doing in the eight hole lately. Talked to Battle. You know, I'll, we'll talk to a few guys. Yeah. yeah. Very good. All right. Well, Tom, I appreciate it, buddy. We'll uh, I'll see you around town. Sounds good, man. I'll see you there. All right. That's Tom Murphy over at uh, Arkansas Practice Show.